Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 99. One away from the big one, Hundo, here with the biggest three. I don't know where Justin Satchel, the intern Sanchez, is, but I am here, and I'm changing your name right now to fire you up. Mike the Slice, Pirelli. Ooh, that's, that's actually a good nickname, too. <laughs> Claudio, the voice, Valenzuela, and I am Dave, the body, Regina. Michael, welcome back, my brother. I have a question. Do you think yeah. anyone says that with you, the intro? Like, I watch some YouTube channels, and I always say the intro with the yes, guy if yeah. it's repeatable. You think yes. everyone says, and Dave, the, the body, body while they Regina. Watch. Yeah, they probably, they, it's probably getting ingrained in their brain. Yes. Right? Ingrained that's, in the brain. That's what it's all about, baby. I'm being on rhyming lately. I'm good. I'm excited to be back. Uh, I think I'm at 100% again. So 100% body fat? 100%. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> possibly. Is that, is that possible? No, no, right? no. That's no. impossible. Wait, is that possible? You should try it. We should do it's that a next good challenge. challenge. <laughs> Quadruple. Oh, man. What do you got? What are you bevin? What are you sipping on? Um, so I'm sipping on a black grande iced coffee. Okay. One Esplenda. Okay. Like my lady at Starbucks said. Yeah. Do you want an Esplenda? Okay. Clearly not from uh, Lexus anymore. Yeah, what? what happened to Lexus? Well, Lexus is on my way to work. Ah. So I can't stop at Lexus and then, and then come, come and then come to the pod. That's that's crazy. <laughs> How many times have you been back since we talked about it? Oh, so I hit him at least three times a week. Like you said, I hit him. <laughs> <laughs> at least three times a week. Um, one, one week I did two, and I was like, ah, oh, this is unacceptable. So the next week I did four. Okay. You know, <laughs> just trying to get my just, uh, just, get just the numbers just up. Just making sure I'm getting my numbers up, you know what I'm saying? Uh so I th- I was thinking the other day and you know, w- we just kind of wing it anyway. We got to have a little segment about sleep, right? Cuz we're fathers, we're dealing with no sleep constantly. No snooze, man. <laughs> so how how's this before we get into the pod yeah. update? How's the sleep been? How's sleep been? Yeah. Uh so, listen. Elusive. What does that mean? <laughs> it's an SAT word. Spell elusive. I double L, what? No, dude. E oh E L U S I V E. I double L elusive. Elusive. That's me. All right, got you. Um, no. So sleep has been wild, man. I I think it's uh something that we're just becoming accustomed to. I think as as parents, you hear it all the time. Uh, we have a have an unfortunate situation. I'm going to say, even though it's a blessing that my daughter sleeps with us every night. Um, but there is not one night that I don't wake up probably three or four times throughout the night because she's either, you know, dreaming, she's kicking, she's crawling around, she's flipping over. And then on nights that she actually sleeps great, Chance has been doing the same Mm. thing to where, you know, around 8 p.m. at night, he chooses not to go out for the final. And he must just be like, yeah, F you, dad. Like, I'm just going to go to sleep. Mm. And then I'm going to wake you up at like 2.30, 3 o'clock. And he's clanking around on the wood floors with his nails. And, um, you know, so it, it's tough, but again, I, I'm in the mindset of, listen, I just have to learn how to operate a little bit tired, yeah. uh, but to the point that it's not a uh, mental breakdown, mm. I will still say that I, I'm, for the most part, I think I'm well rested, uh, but there are times that we get, you know, two hours of straight sleep and then it's, you know, you're up for an hour and 15 minutes, try to fall back asleep. It's very, um, uh, there's no, there's no, uh, like, no consistency. consistency. Yeah. yeah, there's no consistency with the sleep patterns. Yeah, the uh, I'd almost rather that Chance went to the bathroom on the floor and didn't. <laughs> right, because I'd crazy. much rather deal with in the morning. 
No, you know dude, what I mean. This dude pees like like me, man. Okay, so and they sleep through it. They sleep through it. So she is she hitting that like sleep regression? Because that's I think what we're in right now. I don't think it's a full blown sleep regression for her because she's sleeping. Oh, she's you know she's, she's sleeping, just waking you up, but she's waking us up because oh. she's she's flailing. She's all over. So I build a fort because this was not a chosen lifestyle by me. I would have had my daughter in the crib, but at six months old, like I've told the story, she was standing up and banging her head against the crib. Spoke to the doctors, and they were like, "Listen, don't." put her through that yeah you know bring her to the bed so then we brought her to the bed and now we're fucked so yeah we have a little different situation but i'm finally seeing the other side about you know being nervous while they're in the crib yeah we've you know first off shout out to dana pirelli we're doing renovations on the house we're at the final stages of phase one actual phase one actual phase one um there's actual phases for that (laughs) i hear you okay uh phase one um, so every morning we got to figure out if people are coming, get the dog, drop the dog off my parents, shout out to my parents, uh, get Livy to daycare, or if Livy's going to the in-laws, it's just absolute chaos in the mornings. And it's like getting into the car is like a win. Like if you get into the car and I'm like, all right, now start the day, but yes. it's such a battle from five to nine, whether that's five getting up like two days ago, two days ago, day ago, I woke up and Livy was up and now we're nervous because she, um, let me backtrack. So we have a new wrinkle. We had the weeks of COVID, which was a nightmare. No, you know, exhausted, lack of sleep, didn't feel good. Livy didn't sleep well. Um, then we, I swear to God, we go to sit in bed. Dana had just put Livy down to sleep. And I go to Dana like, I wonder what like normal sleep feels like. Like we haven't had a good night in yes. forever. And then Dana's like, well, at least she's down now. We can kind of relax. Soon as like Dana says that, she starts screaming at the top of her lungs. She gets night terrors. So we don't know if it's a night terror and she's just not awake but mm-hmm. standing and screaming, or she actually is just freaking out. So it's kind of a weird like because you can't see in the monitor, right. and if you open the door, you, you then you can't backtrack. So it's kind of this weird thing. So we're standing there, and the, you know the cried out method we've done before. It's tough now because she says "Mama" like so clear, and she says like "I need you" like yes, very. Yes. She'll throw in a dad every once in a while, which I'll feel bad, but mostly mama. So Dana's obviously pregnant and emotional and like, this is breaking my heart. Like we have to, and I'm like, I'm trying to put my foot down. She's trying to stay strong. Then I'm talking to Dana, I'm looking and you know how the monitors are like blocks aside. Yes. So they kind of disappear. Yes. Like you could see their back half and you could see they're functioning, but you don't know what the hell they're up to. Right. So I'm like this little bee, like, what is she doing? And then I'm like, I think she's trying to crawl out. And Dan's like, no, she can't get out. And I'm like, are you sure? And I, as I said, you're sure. And I started to run around the corner. I heard a big thump. Oh, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I turned the light on. She's in the middle of the floor, like probably three, four feet away from the crib. Oh. So my my girl must have somersaulted, at future gymnast, yes, and yes. landed on her face, Oh, bloody lip, oh. crying for like a minute, and then fine. So then we were like, what do we do? Like, she's going to crawl out again, yep. blah, blah, blah. So I spent a bunch of time makeshifting and dropping the thing down. And then we set up outdoor patio cushions so that she has a landing pad in case she does it again. And then we got basically what's equivalent to a baby straight jacket. <laughs> to a baby straight jacket. Yeah, like her legs are attached yeah. and she can't. So last night she got up at one thirty, got in bed with us, and we kept her in bed because we are like, she's freaking out. We don't trust her in the, the room alone. Yep. So that's a new wrinkle we're trying to figure out. So I got a little taste of the uneasiness <laughs> right. when they're in the... It used to be put her in the crib. She's safe. Yep. Now it's like put her in the crib. She's an inmate. She might make <laughs> she, a jailbreak. In the get it out. Like yeah. I have this vision 
of waking up at five, getting ready to go and work out, which a lot of people don't think I do. Um, unbelievable workout today. Um, Look good. And mm-hmm. looking down on the like in the living room, she's just like sitting there watching TV. I'm like what? Do you, do? <laughs> what do you, do? you know? Yeah, I think I have it much easier than you when it comes to the morning time because, um, you know, pretty much from once six thirty comes. I put Karina, well, I don't physically put Karina in her car seat, but, yeah. you know, I put uh, Callie in her car seat, and then they're off. So then I get that oh, that breath that you're talking about, yeah. then I'm like, all right, now it's time to start my day. Yeah. Um. So that could be from either 4.30 to 6.30 or 5 to 6.30, but oh, it's so still it's a shorter window, Yeah. Um. whereas you're going from, you know, kind of till 9 o'clock. Well, so. it all depends, but, I mean, Dana has been a trooper, like... I can't imagine being pregnant and tired and having to deal with what we're dealing with because, like, I'm, you know, COVID threw me for a loop. But in general, I'm very high energy and mm-hmm. I'm shot like 90% of the time now. Yep. So kudos to Dana. We're almost there. It's making us very nervous about number two because we're like, we can't even figure out number one. Yeah. Well, that this is uh, this is another tough stretch, it seems like. You know what I mean? And then there's different phases for everything. So I, I look. I think the you guys are going through everything possible. You got the renovations. Dana's pregnant. You know, Livy's transitioning to the next phase of of her being two. Terrible then, twos is early. Yeah, it's definitely early. So They've early. been in there for like six months. I feel yeah, like terrible you know? ones. And everybody just keeps saying, "Just wait, just wait," which yeah. is fine. Uh, but yeah, I think about you guys sometimes, and I'm like. Yeah, I don't know how how you guys are doing it um, because there's times that Callie's going nuts and I'm like, imagine it. Just imagine. Imagine. But, you know, you don't know until you're in it. No, it's all different difficulties. I think it's probably similar, but it is having Dana being pregnant, working full time now, going back into the office, like couldn't be a harder stretch. And then on top of it, I'm trying to do this body fat loss thing. So every time there's an inconvenience it plays in my head like oh you gotta you gotta still work out right which is good because now i don't <laughs> before i would make the excuse and now i'm figuring it out and i'm i'm figuring out a way to do what i need to do mm-hmm. but it's just so frustrating to get up at a time and then be like ah, like dana needs her sleep she's pregnant like today i'll take livy and then you're drinking pre-workout with your daughter <laughs> yeah. and you're like how the hell am i gonna work yeah. out and you're like doing jump rope and yeah. like so it's it's been chaos um, this is one of those spans in your life that I'm thinking of like we need to get per- persevere and get through yes. and not lose our shit. And like in real estate, all I think about constantly is don't go bankrupt. Like that's my motto is like just don't go bankrupt. That's the so like with us, it's like don't have a catastrophic, you know, incident. Just survive. Like survive. Survive. We gotta get through this month. We'll figure it out next week. We'll worry about the baby when the baby comes. Yeah. Right now it's surviving the month. Correct. So it's it's been fun. But I, I love that mindset. Um, body fat update. You go I there? think you want to start with the king, Let's the go. king of the the body fat slash <laughs> loss challenge. Claudio, the new body. Yes, the new and improved, the skinny B. <laughs> um, no updates. Weight weight last week was uh even. I mean, I had a, a cheating kind of a week, but Ooh, um, cheat week. Know. Love to hear that. But um, <laughs> but it's back to you know nothing nothing changed on the scale. This nice. week I've been kind of dialed in, focused, and hoping that this uh. This Wayne will be will be again on the downward trend. Love it. See you. See you, kid. Um, you want to hear mine? Just his confidence from yes. having a normal week is so much better than what, you know? Yes. Just from hearing it, how you like took it in stride. Because, CV, I think we're similar, right? I, I'm thinking the same way right now. I was like, oh, last week wasn't great, but I'm still dialed in this week. So we're good. Like it, in the past, it would set me off the rails. Like a bad week like I had in the weigh-in and COVID, like I would have been done. I would mm. be like, I'm going to the buffet, and I'm putting on some LBs. <laughs> Do you know what my new motivation is? 
Maybe. Are you ready for this? This is a stinger. Oh, no. Are you ready, for the, are you ready for the zinger? Not oh, even a stinger, no. a zinger. Tommy's getting lower than you. He's going to get lower than you. <laughs> He's getting lower than you. Oh, well, no, no, no. That's a long way. <laughs> Come on, man. But I am excited. I am going to be working extremely hard knowing that where Dave and I will be winning this bet and we're going to go to town and wow. whatever our winnings are. <laughs> so, Let's go. In all honesty, what did we bet again? How much money? Yeah, and so do you want to double it? Yes. Oh, let's yes, triple it. It's 200. It. We're talking. So you're but, but I have odds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Your payout to Good us. Good negotiation there. Why do you want odds? No, odds. I get odds. He's we an equal man. No odds. Well, no, no, I'm not we'll, an equal man. We'll negotiate it. I feel like I'm you're putting the. You know man. what? I feel like you're putting the night terrors in Livy. You're trying to. <laughs> yeah. I think this I'm com- is all. It's not night terrors. I'm actually coming to the window, <laughs> banging on our window, like hi, Livy. Yeah, just standing on. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's um, why you're not getting sleep. Yes, oh, exactly, okay. exactly. Um, yeah, I would be willing to uh, negotiate some new terms here. Well, what are, what are the current? terms? So the current terms this were. Is fun, by the way, yes, it was two to one. I'm going to shock the world. We're going to shock the world, Ray. Two to, two to movie. one movie. I'm wor- shock the world, Ray. Uh, Ray Charles. It's a quote I use. I, n- I have no idea where the movie is. I thought is. it was Ray Donovan. We're going to shock know. the world. Ray right, Charles. Go ahead. Ray Donovan. Ray, oh, it's Ray Charles. Is Ray it Charles? Ray Charles? Yeah, I think so. I don't oh. think. I think it's ah, a boxing whatever. movie, but go ahead. Um, so the current odds, I believe, are two to one. Where Yes, I put up two for four. Yes, exactly. Is that what the bet was? So, yes. Two to two? So Claudio and, and I, he, if we lose, if Michael, like, oh, if Michael be, right? achieves the goal of 10% body fat by the end of two August. Two we said, within yep. August. Yes, correct. Okay. Yep. Within August. I might cut limb off. Two, two, <laughs> <laughs> two weigh-ins. Um, Claudio and I would be responsible to pay you $200 each. Yes. In on the flip side of things, 200. if you lose, you would only have to give us one hundred dollars. Correct. Right. So, I would be willing to negotiate with you, but okay. then the odds have to have to kind of adjust. Why? Even if out anything, my odds are worse. If this is a game time bet, if we're talking gambling, but if we're talking four hundred dollars in your piece, favor now, if we're talking four hundred dollars a piece, That's I a think you have to come up to at least what would you say two fifty each. So five hundred total, and then what? I get a thousand, right? Two fifty each. You no. give me five hundred. No, no, you get, no, you no, get eight hundred. No, are you are you good with if that? If anything, so I'm, I'm over here betting so, your yeah yeah. Your so so I haven't been into the so I the update. We, I think we got it in the bag. I'm so not going to give the full update, but I'm at nineteen point five, right? So you have a nine point five. If anything, my odds have gotten worse since we started the show. But that's on yeah. that's on you. So that, I'm not the money's still the not same. On me, but I, saying, we can argue that it's hard to make money. Are you willing? Are you <laughs> willing I'm to trying, put listen, that out there? Listen, I'm just yeah, trying. I'm down. I'm you trying, are. Wait, I'm, I don't like to. Why would I do that? I'm already. Well, because we're not going. I'm not. I'm not going to go higher than that. Okay. It's a lot of money, bro. I know it it's is. All, it's a lot. Which it's I'm trying to... So when you're... All it is look, for you is boom, you ever busting your ass and working hard. <laughs> you, it's easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> when you said um, uh, there's a meme and it's like they had us in the first half and it's basically anything where like it change, you think it's one thing and it's the other. And it's the other. I'm trying to get you in the second half. Gotcha. So gotcha. if you're trying to get motivated or not, I'm motivated. I, in all honesty, I'm confident I'm locked in. I had probably the worst month you could have in a challenge. And you didn't as go far as COVID. Yes. So I'm super okay. optimistic about that. And then once the fucking house is set, yep. that's another thing off the plate. I might be 6%. <laughs> might be. Be 3%. So what you're saying is that the odds are in your favor. No. Yeah. I'm saying that's right now, that sounds like. if you're looking at the numbers, the odds are worse. But my, I agree. my, my confidence has never been higher. That's so the most important I'll part here. I'm blind confidence over... <laughs> So I got you. So I have two to one now, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're gonna adjust, we gotta adjust the body fat percentage up. If I'm gonna have no. worse odds, what do you mean up? No. no. If I have worse odds, one way in a ten. If you want to get eight hundred, my man, out of my do you not realize that we're putting out four hundred dollars? Yeah, that's a each? lot of money. Man. Like, and that's I mean, eight hundred bucks. Two to one, though, it's worse odds. 
for All right, me. so I can stay there. I'm good with that. Yeah, it's fine with me too. All right, so we'll stay. We'll stay for now. At but but just know you can present any change, just any know. part of the process. You're soft you know, because in, we know I've gotten to 14 and fell off. So. I could get Correct. down to thirteen. They could hit me with a bet, and I Correct. might take it. I might have Correct. that blind confidence. Yeah, so we'll, you could we'll be dropping cheeseburgers in my, in my <laughs> mailbox, and who knows if I'll be able to prevent it. I'll, I'll drop. All, I'll I'll say once you get to fifteen, I'll I'll handle your meal your meal prep. So and I'll just salt them up. I'll yeah, salt yeah, them yeah, up. My get all bloated. I'm like, what? I got this from Stop and Shop. The the dude behind the deli counter was big. <laughs> and I was like, you in a mask. Um, so, so, so basically, no renegotiations. Yeah, we're good we're, right now. No, we're you staying. can you can renegotiate anything. It sounded like you came. I'm saying it's open. Bring negotiations. I enjoy this this is fun um what's so, fun so you're just turning down 800 up? bucks you're no, backing, up. backing up no what? no so you just turned down 800 bucks yes you did you for did. a time. higher risk of what did i say it's the same 500. risk it's 150 the risk is the same all right for you, you know what way. i'll take it you'll take so it so 250 yes each each for 400 each for 400 yeah, yeah i'll take that yeah i'm all just right. I, at this point it's a mu- so in real estate right if you're buying good a good deal if the money makes sense and you know you're gonna win the money makes sense so the money i'm done Agreed. Boom. Okay. I got to. I got to write this down so I don't forget. So <laughs> we'll because, play. Don't worry. You don't have so to write. Can it down. I tell you the game plan? <laughs> yeah. It's can recorded. I tell, so here's my update. Right. Okay. There's a couple little things in here, but I'm gonna try to stay focused, which is my new trying to be more precise. Right. Yep. Want to ramble, but I want to be a little more precise. So, uh, 19.5 weigh in. Mm-hmm. My boy Manny looked like he was gonna cry. I'm sorry, Manny. <laughs> I let you down. Let him down. But I did preface it to him. I'm like, listen, I had COVID. I literally couldn't eat for like four days, and then I've just started feeling better. So this weigh-in, anything less than 20, and I'm fired up. I told him, and he's like, you really think you added that much? And I'm like, I think the scale's going to say it because I'm probably dehydrated because I could not. Have you ever gotten sick and you just yes. can't get hydrated? Yes. What? Why is that the know. medicine? That was like COVID too. Yeah. yeah. So I could not, and I was drinking. Maybe I wasn't drinking as much as I was because I just didn't feel great. But anyway, I knew I was dehydrated going into it. I'm like, so that water going into the muscle isn't there. Did you try having like um, electrolyte kind of water or like yeah, I did everything. tablets? I drank. Or? I'm not oh. exaggerating. During COVID, I must have had 30 Gatorade Zeros. Oh, wow. Like at least. No wonder why he went up in body fat. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gatorade Zero. You know. I have electrolyte tabs. You just throw them in the water. Well, I did airborne. You know. I literally was doing unhealthy amounts of medicine because that's my thing. I love NyQuil, DayQuil. <laughs> like I, if I get sponsored by DayQuil, NyQuil, I'll do it. I'm 100% <laughs> Don't sure. those things have a lot of sugar too? Like No, you know. no. The tabs. Like sugar? if you do no, airborne, no, no. airborne, no, airborne like has the a lot of sugar. The and the DayQuils? No. Airborne Especially has Especially if you take sugar. them in an abundant. Like. <laughs> but anyway, I was in survival mode. I was like, if I die, I'm going to lose the bet. So yep. I got to survive. <laughs> So I told that to Dana. I'm like, listen, if I go, like, we had a good run. She's like, what are you talking about? We had a good run. I was very dramatic. Um, so I go and I weigh 19.5. We broke down. I'm I'm pissed. I didn't have time to grab it to show you the breakdown. But basically, I was really low in water. Um, I added some body fat, but it said I lost like four or five pounds of muscle. So Manny, my guy, he's so positive now. I really turned him over onto my team. He's like, listen, I think it's going to bounce right back because you're probably dehydrated a lot. And he's like, you you didn't lose that much muscle in a week. I would agree weeks. with that. 100%. All right, cool. So I was like, Manny, my guy, you're giving me con-. He's like, listen, hydrate. And then the next one, you got to be locked in. But he's like, we got to get past 18. You can't come in and give me another 19. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this it's next big one. If this next weigh-in goes down to like 17.8 or 18.5, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, that was the first thing I, I, when I was looking at the thing you, you posted. You were surprised by it, right? No, I wasn't surprised. I was shocked. I wasn't surprised. You Sicilian slices, I thought were protein. I thought, <laughs> I thought that um, it, the numbers were definitely a little skewed, yeah. not in your favor. You know what I mean? Like Which I like. Sometimes I, I like that. 
I like that. So I like that. <laughs> um, I like that. So I like that. Um, thank you. Uh, so I stuff like that. I now that I know, right? So this time around, now that I know and I'm so familiar with the weigh-ins because I've done it so many times, it allows me to kind of k- stay focused because I can read in. I could pick out what's positive, right? Right. When you don't really know mm-hmm. and you just have one number, like a you know a weigh-in. Like you might have had a really good week, but you don't know because it's one number. So I like that. Have and you I, adjusted your spreadsheet? Yeah, I updated new goals, everything. Right, because so now your timelines are gonna it's squeezing, dude, squeezing you. Who knew losing a month would <laughs> shake it up? So I'm like, damn, I well, gotta get because you, yeah, it's not that much time. That's the thing, man. But you can you can easily achieve this goal. Uh, don't say easily, Michael. Because it's there's nothing Michael. easy about this goal. No, no, no. You think it's easy? Michael. You think it's easy benching two thirty five incline if, in a basement full of dust? If you, you it's easy, if you were to lock in, how is my form? Good. Yes, incredible. Real nice. But if you were really but to lock powerful? in and Sorry, take control, ahead. I am locked in. No, you're not. You don't of your momentum. I want you to follow me all day. I'd be I understand. Like, oh wow, he's locked in. I hear you. I hear you. But I believe that you're not putting enough output in. But you say you were shocked, so I could be what? doing everything right. You know, I had COVID. Oh, yeah, no, no. I think, I listen, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I think this sorry, next way in go is ahead. going to be high 17s. Go ahead. Talk. I'm going to stop interrupting. <laughs> high 17s, low 18s. And I, I wouldn't. I would love that. Yeah. I think, but again, I think the numbers were skewed. If I and, put a 17 up, stop, watch but, out. I might get 10 the next week. <laughs> uh, but where, where you're, I don't know. Where, Give it to me. Give it me. to me. I don't think that you're putting enough output in. I don't think the, okay. the walking, the walking right now, is did, going to decrease did you see the cutting board. Your, I have an incline now <laughs> to decrease your body fat to the extent that which you need it. So what it would you? What would your recommendation if you're going to recommend to someone to get to this goal? What do you mm. think one adjustment I can implement that would be the highest return on my time? Uh, one, I don't know. Are you cheating or you're not Cut really cheating? Off. What do you mean? Like, are you cheating on your diet? Is that, is that a real question? I host a food show. David. <laughs> but that's different. That's was that different? Because you, you don't cheat. Oh, oh, are you saying when it's not scheduled? Right. No. Don't, how many I'm, how many cheat meals do you schedule a week? I, Friday is like the flexible day, but I try to stick it to whoa, the whoa, shoe. Whoa. When you say flexible day, no, no, no. So, for <laughs> example, what I've been doing is I've been eating perfect up until the shoot. Okay. So I'm still trying to get like I'm acting as if that meal. Is just in addition to gotcha. the actual diet. So if I'm hitting 2,000, 2150 calories a day, which is my BMR, um, and I'm getting about 200 to 225 uh, protein, I'm still hitting that, mm-hmm. and I'm just just saying this is additional shit that I'm doing. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes. Because it makes it easier for me to just keep the routine yeah. and then add in a, a crap. But at meal. some On that point, day, do you? Oh, I go do you, over. Do you eat or you go over? So, so you I'll eat I'll regular. Do, I'll and do then... 2150. I've been playing with it. So sometimes I'll do 2150. So I'll do my protein. I'll hit it. And then some days I'll fast until the shoot so that I don't hurt myself too much. But I think at this phase, tell me if I'm true, it's better to retain the muscle and grow muscle and add a little fat yeah. on that one day if I'm doing everything else right. Is that the better? Because yeah. in the past, I would revert back to 1,000 calories trying to scale but i didn't like the way i looked mm-hmm. and i also don't like how my like clothes fit whereas now i like my goal is to keep the frame but just be more muscular so my suits look good and i'm just more fit and athletic and like uh actual functionally right. like strong so i'll be strong i wouldn't i wouldn't ask you to change your lifestyle right your lifestyle is the way that it is so the biggest change i think would have to be the intensity of the cardio okay you don't have to because i'm not running you i don't told have to dane run. i'm not running you don't have to run because i want to run. prove that you can get to it without running once. you don't have to run but the speed at which Massive you're walking inclines. has to has to dramatically increase 
And also, if I'm you personally, I need to get Betty to trend. If I'm you, if I'm at 19%, any way in that is not in the progressive direction is unacceptable. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've been besides, at 19 besides, for a correct. Besides your co- like COVID is different. Well, that's I, that's I had extreme the, circumstance. I had the momentum prior, which I was devastated when I got COVID because I literally prepped all my food. Like I had it dialed in, even when I was out of the Bring house. Bring clarity to momentum. Mo- what do you mean? Like you're saying momentum. I had momentum. So dialed my momentum in. was this, right? I'll lay it out. Uh, a great way in, right? Seventeen point five. What was that? Eighteen point one. Seventy five so, is the next. So you're goal. talking about momentum on results. So the result was there, right? Then I also had my my rice cooker. Like I figured out how to make rice. I have all my proteins down. I know what the proteins I need. I'm eating more real food. Like I'm reverting less to egg whites and protein shakes, which mm. I think has been helpful in strength and energy, which I like. Um, and I was at the point where I said, "All right, well, we're going to my parents' house for a week because of construction. I'm bringing all my stuff." I prepped all my food ahead of time, and then COVID hit. See, and I disagree, man. I think you are in control of your momentum at all times. I don't know. COVID is a tough one. To well, get. that that's that's like, an extreme circumstance, so, right? But you still have the choice. Oh, I'm back though. But you, you still have the choice to make decisions based on the moment versus compiling a bunch of results and saying that's momentum. When you're not aware of momentum, then I believe it to be a thought process like you have to where it's result based yeah. results are great that add to momentum but i believe that you're in control of your momentum well, if you choose to be i still am confident because i had the weigh in and i know that i'm doing all the things right mm-hmm. so i'm like i can't be based off of 2 weeks when i was super you know yes, i had a yes. the, the illness finally and it's like that's not reality i'm you know i have to stay healthy is the game plan too is like correct i got to be smarter about staying healthy now and once I get to August, I got to start wearing a mask and stuff because I can't catch COVID right for the weigh-in, mm-hmm. you know? Because how many months do I have of immunity? Do we know? Of immunity? Yeah. Six. Oh, beautiful. Six. I got it so that I can get it out of the way. It was all strategy, dude. <laughs> There's a question from the uh, from the audience. Yes. If You back there. Yeah, thank you. Uh, if <laughs> if Michael were to dub, triple, double triple. or triple his his incline on his uh, you know, his I don't have three cutting on, boards though. Would he would he be able to burn more fat with the same yeah. amount of uh time that he does working out? Or because you said you have one one board. So, under? so I have uh, I had a two by four and they used it to build something. In my yeah, house. so you're talking Selfish. like a, should he double his? It's uh, probably like uh, his three fat burn? inches, four inches. That's my question. Or, That's yeah. the question from the In- audience. Incline walking is is the incredible, best. but I think. The intensity at which you're walking needs to just dramatically. But that's increase. what I'm saying. So if he's and I'm going to make fake numbers, so I don't know what it is. Um, if you're walking, I'm at walking a at four, like a three point four or something. Wait, that's incline? with no incline. No, with incline. But that what yeah, one that's board super incline? Slow. That is slow. Well, I have a small treadmill. It doesn't go up. That yeah, high. but that's what I'm saying. Like so, CV. I, I think you're even the getting, tool, a, getting I think. A, yeah, you're even getting ahead of it to where even if he just increases that, like you should be walking at four point well, I don't. To be honest, I don't know if my treadmill can hold up. Can I give you I'll a? So then your your resources. Betty the Treddy needs, need needs a friend, and I need to upgrade one. <laughs> She's gonna be pissed, but I gotta do it. So I I walk between a four and a four point five, and okay. I usually try to be at the the four is like the uh, warm up. I try over here. No, no, no. and and I'm at the four point five, I try to sustain that for at least twenty of the thirty minutes that I'm going. Yeah, like at that pace. Mm. Yeah, and then. The, and the reason I said the incline is because I notice a humongous difference when I'm oh, when yeah. I'm at zero the legs and when all of a sudden that starts going up like I feel like I'm gonna die it's like that <laughs> crazy you yeah. know so I always toy with like the twos and the threes on the incline just so that I can keep that speed and hopefully 
So that's why I was asking. Yes. So if he were to double or triple that incline at that in itself at the same pace, although I I thought your pace was a little faster, to be honest. (laughs) My feet don't fit. And then it's dude. I'd rather. It must be hard. I'd rather. So I'm not making excuses. I'm just telling you how it is. My treadmill. No, but you asked. But I'd rather. That was your question. Your question is how. No, no, I know. I'm just telling you. You doing squat jumps or jumping jacks for 30 minutes will burn a significant amount more than whatever you do. I have been incorporating the um, um, jump rope. Mm -hmm. I actually buried my legs yesterday and my squat form is getting so much better i still can't do it flat-footed but i do it with this the yep, foot up that's fine but i've been able to sit in the pocket at the low end with 135 which it's not a lot of weight yeah. but the mobility i feel it and then today just be going by going down lower it's such like so more taxing on my legs yes. where my legs were giving out yesterday gotcha i uh, you know twelve thousand steps i'm trying to hit 13 a day I got to 12 yesterday and I could not move. I was like, my legs are killing me. It, the, the step thing, though, it's not enough. That's that's where well, that's it is. just a, that's not like I'm not banking on that because I'm not even hitting. I wouldn't say that I'm hitting. Well, probably now if I were to measure it, definitely over 10,000 with the added cardio that I'm doing. But but it can't steps hurt. Don't, I mean, it no, can't no, it hurt. can't hurt for sure. But uh, I think you just stop giving him advice. By You're the doing way. good. No, this <laughs> is going to lose his best. No, no, I, I, look, I like this. You may pick up some of this. This is dumb. You guys should be telling me the opposite. No, at the end of the day, I still want to eat Burger King and McDonald's every day this week. Okay, but no, kudos to you, man, because Karina was just squatting 135 too in the pocket. So that you're killing it. She can't get in the pocket. No, I'm messing with you. So. Last thing, and then so, I'm no, gone. yeah. The, so the Podbot update, the f- I have to share the funny story, and then I'll talk about the story more later. So we had a big shoot with Suit Supply, yep, and we'll talk about how like it's a different caliber of a shoot that I was not used to, that I had to adjust to, and I have to be more professional. So like on my real estate shoots, I'm super professional. On my food shoots, I just kind of wing it and have fun. I saw a homegirl with the the waving yeah, the pizza shot. slice. That was hilarious. Foodie. The human, I wrote to you, a human, human pizza, pizza flag, flag is hilarious. Amazing. That is the funniest concept I've ever seen in my life. She was literally outside screaming, pizza, screaming, come on in, have a so, slice while she's waving a slice of pizza. So remind me to talk about hilarious. that. So the point being is I, um, we got this like, we'll call it a partnership, but it's not really. We're trying to get our foot in the door. So we shot this episode at Suit Supply of a nice like trademark green suit, right? So me like and the master's green uh, forest like- green, like a dark green, like a show host, Bob Barker esque. It's beautiful. <laughs> yes. So long story short, there's a manager, Brian, good dude down to earth. He has the slick back hair, looks good in the suit. And me and him were just BSing together. And he's the one who got my foot in the door and he knows the brand. So we, you know, he's cool. He gets the vision. So we were going back and forth and I'm like, listen, Brian, like, uh, this body is going to change. So as long as you can like contain all these muscles, we might like, I, you know how I yep. do. And he starts laughing. He's like, what's your waist? And I was like, I don't know, 32, 34. He's like, stop lying. I'm like, I'm deceptively petite, like joking around. This- back and forth. He's like, fuck that. He goes, stop the camera. I'm going to measure you. And I'm like, oh, shit. He measures me 38. I was like, there's no way that's correct. 38. There's no way I'm a 38. Holy shit. Well, no, I, I but in front of everyone. Is that uh, European good. sizing? It is European. Like it's why. more foreign, like that uh, yeah. place. But I don't. I think it's American sizes there. Yeah, yeah. So no, American yeah, but sizes. When measure you. But how fu- how bad that is, is it good. when you are like sure of something? But a 32, and then dude. I was put you on blast. I was a 32 <laughs> when I was in like eighth grade. 
Well, you're, I mean, you're different. You're 9%, Dave. I'm 19%. Stop talking to me like I'm an equal. <laughs> I, I have to treat you like an equal to get you like an equal. I right? know, me and Chris Bumstead. So before I go to the next thing, and we'll talk about your body, I love, so I love watching like the top of the top. Yes. Because it motivates me. I enjoy it. They give you really little tidbits that you're like, all right, I'm, I don't need to know it, but it can't hurt. And it just makes me feel like I'm more efficient. Yeah. So like one of the tips today from Chris was when you do your fly, don't go, don't squeeze all the way to the top. Keep tension. And so you don't have that rest. He's like, you'll exhaust. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. When you go here, the, you're. Yeah. When you're at the top of a movement. Any dumbbells top, are weird. Any top of a movement is your rest. Correct. Yes. Because you're just a different it. muscle. The, the that's, that's tension. So, no, if you go all the way to here, it's a different, like, target versus if you're here, you're engaging your muscle the Correct. whole way. Correct. So their whole thing, because they're, like, the details are important, like, yeah. a quarter of a half of a percent, I don't know what that is, uh, could make the difference of Mr. Olympia, right? Yes. But anyway, Chris Bumstead talks about his body. He goes, I am chest and shoulder dominant. And I'm like, sounds like someone I know. <laughs> and he's like, so the majority of the time I work out my biceps. And what else did he say? And like back or something? He's like, because I just, my strong, for whatever reason, aesthetically, I'm just so loaded on there that it makes my other parts like have to lag behind. And I'm like, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say my chest is, well, my shoulders for sure. Because that's kind of like a, like my presence. My shoulders for sure. My presence. But um, I'm definitely not my chest, I don't think. I don't know. Let's get it working on it. But I, when he said that, I started laughing. I'm like, oh, Dave. But I see that's where I'm lacking. Like if I could take, I need to do the shoulders. Like I miss my shoulders. But <laughs> I need but, to do but, the shoulders. So this is my last thing I'll say. The reason we up the bet is because suit supply suits are six hundred, eight hundred dollars. There you go. So I'm now I'm gonna take that when I have these huge shoulders at ten percent <laughs> and buy a Fine. brand new suit and walk in and say thank you for the suit, Jeff. That's right. That's oh, right. I thought we were going to Benjamin's Steakhouse. I want to attend. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not paying. I want to attend that. Yes, 100% the fitting. Absolutely, yeah. And he, After your 10%, they're going to be like, you're a freak. I what kept happened? saying, I kept saying on the shoot, like, I'm a human mannequin. Like, you don't even have to tailor me. I think they're going to cut out, like, the majority Every- of what I said. <laughs> but go ahead. That's Sorry. so funny. David, yes. I know everyone waits till your part. Like, subscribe if you like what you're here. Um, you are... Is it is it in the bag? Like, we'll talk about the body updates, but 8% is in the bag? 100%. 100% is there is there any any little bit no. piece that you're like it, it no could. because it's one of the goals right so yeah i want to get it now in the next two weeks because now i want to go to dominican republic and start to you know enjoy myself a little bit more uh, but i've made significant um tweaks you know that typically i wasn't doing with the added level of um uh, work accountability from, well, from ambrose you, right what's the so so yeah my last weigh-in was was a great weigh-in it was very good to see because i did have one that i thought was skewed kind of what you received when i was like 11 and a half right that you, was disrespectful do you, do you re-weigh in or no what? Do you just take it as is um i re-weighed in a couple times oh on the same yeah on the same day. yes no i have it. done it twice did let me right. do what i want when i was 11 5 it was 11 5 11 5 yeah so i was pissed because yeah. i'm like it's probably legit but i don't i don't understand what i was looking at here. my thing and i'm like still 9.9 <laughs> twice i'm like oh i weighed in twice. all right i weighed in twice um yeah so i, I mean i i weighed in at 9.1 percent 230 
33 or 34 pounds, but my muscle, I've been focusing on the muscle now, um, and it went up to like 125.2 pounds, which is which is big. But Ambrose has kind of switched the uh, training style into ensuring that I get 15 repetitions on each lot. one with some heavy weight, man, with some heavy weight. Um, and then I've added, like I've said in the past, 30 minutes of cardio per day. But the 30 minutes of cardio, he demands me to be at 130 to 150 beats per minute on okay. my heart rate okay. so that's additional or that's you you weren't what? doing that before no i wasn't cardio? doing that before okay i never i never did consistent cardio the way that i'm doing it now i took spin class to because i enjoy it you know but i was never doing like for me walking around 12 percent. i wasn't doing cardio like that and you all. said 150 beats per minute consistently yes. for the, the for 30, 30 minutes? minutes yeah yeah well, which and, is and which is like uh prime fat burning um i, I guess I it was uh, heart rate but it's pretty easy to achieve because by the time I'm ready to get on, you're already up. There. I'm way up there. Yeah, I'm yeah. already at 160. I got to scale back a little yeah. bit. Um, but it's balls to the wall training though. Like it really is. I'm drenched before I do my cardio. Yeah. And that's something that I do want to work out with Ambrose because his level of um, just precision, I want to call it, when he's Good working work. out every repetition and the squeeze and the details that he puts into the app to where I really have to hold for two seconds and then squeeze for three seconds, it makes it extremely hard. It is interesting because this sounds similar to what I'm realizing of like it's more about the movement and practice versus the weight. Correct. The weight just comes. It really does. And yeah. I know it's yeah. easy to it's easier, you know, it's easy to hear, um, hard to implement. But the weight really does come because after training like that for for a couple weeks, one, my muscle shot up. Um, and then two, the the weight that was hard becomes a little bit easier. How to many do. calories are you at? Uh twenty five hundred still. Okay. But he had me. What's your BMR? So he called me straight up. Um, my BMR, I think, it was twenty six hundred. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. You're twenty five or twenty six hundred. I love an extra like four hundred. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he he told me straight up. He's like, dude, you got to cut out the peanut butter. You got to cut out these nuts that you're putting in your oatmeal. Like, this is the time to really dial in. Yeah. Um. So you know, for me to get down to this eight percent. It's the details. It's the details, you know? So I'm looking to secure this thing in the next couple of weeks, be done with it, not looking to shoot back up by any means. I want to stay still con as consistent as I've kind of always been with working out, but it has definitely taken away from some of the enjoyment style of, of my life. The, the big O, the Oreos are no longer in the picture. I am, <laughs> I am not cheating on my diet until I achieve this. Uh, Karina's been great because she's been eating her little Samoas in the other room, like so I don't have to see it. Um, she did she's something. Like she did something the other day. She was like, "You want some?" <sighs> Like and I was like, yeah, I was, I was like sucking in the air of a Samoa. When, um, when so it's tough. It's not I wouldn't want to sustain this, you know, lifestyle like that. Do you ever chew stuff and spit it out? No, yeah, absolutely. I've, that I've, sounds I've done that. That sounds I've ridiculous. chewed fries and spit it out. <laughs> I've chewed fries and so. spit it out just to get the uh, the taste in. Um, Oh, question. So I just for relativeness. So people understand the weight and you have shoulders that, you know, hopefully one day I'll have uh, <laughs> what. When you say 15 reps and heavy, like what is a shoulder 15 reps? Like what is he putting you on? Uh, shoulder, what, Shoulders dumbbell? Are tough. So like I'll press, tell you maybe? this. One thing that he's extremely consistent Dumbbells. on, which is different, is uh, that Arnold press, right? Mm -hmm. So the Arnold press on a shoulder press, I always do shoulder presses with dumbbells, right? And I love dumbbells because it shows the um, imbalances that you may have, right? And I like to look in the mirror so I can see the actual movement and see if, you know, your right's a little stronger. So the dumbbells over time allows you to keep your core extremely tight. So it's extra engagement in the core muscle which is great um, but now this this Arnold press which is something I've done in the past but not every week the way he has me doing it um, you're actually hitting front delts when you bring the dumbbells in hitting the sides when you go back out and then up 
down and up. so it's a it's a it's big a difference um but for 15 reps i mean you know 80s um 85s somewhere in there so i i i've been finding that controlling the dumbbells like you some days you feel like strong yes like holding your hand and then yeah, some yeah. days you feel like the dumbbells yes. are falling out yep but it it's interesting when you do feel strong how much smoother the motion yes. is. Yes. You know? That happens to me in my joints sometimes too, man. My right elbow has been um clicking. Is definitely not clicking. It's just been giving me I think it's like a little arthritic. Um which sure. is which is t- I think it's from the pull-ups. The the overextension of my pull-ups. I don't have to worry about that. Uh, so my no, pull-ups yeah, are yeah, terrible. Don't worry about it. So but any day that I give it even a day in between my pull-ups, it feels so much better. Uh Dana, I was having a conversation with Dana and she rips on me constantly. And she said, for me, I want, like herself, I want the on clouds for my, you know, birthday or something, whatever she, I forgot, what? I should wrote it what, down. What is that? It's a shoe, right? So she's like, what do you want for your next birthday? And I, without hesitation, I said, I want a weight vest. She started hysterically laughing in my face. <laughs> oh, she started dying laughing. She's like, what do you need a weight vest for? <laughs> and I'm like, are you shit? Like, I was nice. And then you do that to me? She's my worst critic. That's uh, Listen, if you start rocking a weight vest during your showings, that'll be epic. Well, you I, go viral for that. I might go under and then. <laughs> you, know. you go extremely viral. Uh, any other questions for me on, uh, on last, that? I, I'm curious as to the mindset now. You're mm-hmm. l- extremely low. Um, is there something that. Like, is there a visual that you hope to see when you hit the eight? Yes. Like, are you looking? So in, it, you it's look in the fine, mirror and like, it's finally happening. My abs. Well, my stomach is being targeted, mm. um, which is something that I don't think was happening before. And he said, he, Ambrose, he, I, listen, I got to give him his credit where credit is due. He works extremely hard. He knows his craft. Yeah. He told me because I said, Ambrose, it's pissing me off. That I get low, I get ten percent, and I still, you know, have this little like, you know, this little pocket. Yeah, we'll call it a pooch. Right, a little pooch, whatever. Yeah, the tire. muffin top, muffin top, yeah, a little yeah. fupa, if you will. Oh, I got one. Um, <laughs> so he said, "Listen, once you get below that ten number, it's going to happen. It has Stay to. There's consistent. no more that. So I'll stand up. I'll show. My waist is is definitely gone down because these jeans are thirty six, which is what I'm measuring, and and I'm pretty buckled in here. But I'll show the uh, this camera right here. So, this is... Wow. I could go last loop. What belt is that, by the way? That belt's huge. Is that a tactical baby gear belt? Last loop on this belt here. Isn't that a better feeling? You you see this? I can go past it. Your jeans are... Yeah, you're folding over. When you fold over, that means... So, you know, it's really happening in... Can you see the camera here? Yeah, so like, there's a lot of a lot I of room spend, here. I spend this, entirely too much time. This pudginess, <laughs> this pudginess here, was was there, and now it's it's flattening out. Imagine if you did the podcast the whole time, <laughs> you're standing up talking me down. Um, yeah, it's impressive. So so, but I will say, I'm still doing this, and this is this is again to Ambrose's credit, 2,500 calories a day. I would have never thought that I would have been able to sustain that. Um and continue to drop the body fat like that. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yep. I haven't changed my my um consumption of calories. You're you're incre- you increase the output though. So yes, it doesn't correct. Matter. So that's that point right there is what the big mindset shift that I had that I want to um do for longevity and consistency in the future and have a life changing lifestyle change is the increasing the calories. Uh, and the output because I have more muscle and all that stuff because that is way more sustainable yep. than dropping to a thousand and being skinny frail a little mm-hmm. bit um, and look bad in the suit. Yep, I um something that I've always done even uh, beyond 
Ambrose's program here is I never allow myself, well, I shouldn't say never, because there are times that I'm just lazy and I just do what's on the app, but I always add in either push-ups or crunches in between my sets, so I'm not just standing around, and I figure that it just adds to the output, right? And I do that consistently, because I'm like, ah, even if I'm in a bad mood, I bang out 15 crunches, I bang out 10 push-ups, you know, I'm never I'm never just stagnant, and that's why I sweat. People ask me, why do you sweat so much in the gym? Yeah. And that's that's really why. Okay. I don't really sweat that much. Uh, <laughs> Sadiq says if you train your my other guy, Sadiq, my Sadiq, other coach. Yes. I got coaches. Bumstead <laughs> and Sadiq. Yeah. Um he's huge, by the way. He is. Um he said every time you do abs, you should do calves because that's one of the most stubborn body parts to grow. I'm blessed though, which when it I comes know. to that. You are blessed. Why are you so blessed with calves? What, what you um do? you sold your soul to the devil? No. One, I think I have good genetics with that. Uh, but there was a huge increase in, uh, do you remember the shoes back in high school? Yeah, the jump soles. Right, so I wore those, right? I wore those, but then I jump roped, and that's when I became obsessed with jump rope. So I went from just touching the rim, didn't change, high, like I didn't grow anymore. I was 6'2 at this point, and I was a sophomore in high school. I went. I jump roped 20 minutes a day for probably six to eight months, mm. and after that six to eight months, and I was just doing it on the balls of my feet, so my calves were growing, um, I was dunking two hands. Mm. So from there, I added in, you know, just training calves. Calf raises. Yeah, just just all the time. So I used to do, um, you know, 200 calf raises a night on a staircase, you know, just, just to do it. So I, it was the one thing that, like, I had at that time because everything else was just shriveled. Yeah. Um, so at least I was like, Focus you know, on with that. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I've been putting the weight on my back. Like when I was doing my legs for squat, I would just do calf raises too. That's good. Yeah. Cause I wanted to get you, you, I think you said again, used to the weight. Yes. So I was just trying to get to use the weight on my back constantly mm -hmm. so that like I callus back there. I just have a nice shelf, you know? That's right. Is it funny when I talk this way? <laughs> this is actually how I think. Nice I think shelf. I'm delusional to a point where I actually think I'm 10% already. That's good though. That's I don't good. think so. It is good, but you, now you just need to you need to you need to step it up, man. Stop fucking oh, around. I'm already. trying. I mean, but you can try harder. You can always try harder. Try harder. It's, uh, you know, I'm limited. <laughs> limited, Michael. Limited. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners thirty percent off by entering the code No Snooze Thirty. Again, that's No Snooze Thirty for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Let's talk topic today. I think it's a good uh, conversation. I'm and freezing, by the way. It must be the lack of body fat. That's right. It's, it's more about um, you know pushing past your personal limits. Um, and then what was the other thing that you wanted to basically discuss that went hand in hand with pushing the limits? Like leveling up. Right, leveling up. Know, right? The conversation um, of leveling up and how leveling up in life has to be a conscious decision, but it's extremely hard to do. Right. So uh, there's this, um, you know, concept that I think finding your physical and personal limitations on yourself has a lot to do with your mental limitations on yourself, because uh, believe it or not, you know, I have these mental limitations on myself that I think we've we've discussed in the past, but yeah. to where you have a feeling and I think everybody goes through this at some point that, oh, yeah, you, you're not good enough. You know, you, this is this might this might be it. 
You might be 19% forever. This might be it. Don't right? <laughs> if I get stuck at 19, because it's just under 20, so people are like, that's pretty good. But it, it's, that's, like, it's not very good, Mike. Right I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> to, to make it extremely simple, one, you but need I'm to- I'm strong. You're extremely strong. And you're, listen. Did you see the form today? I keep I asking you, but unbelievable. I did. It looks good. And it does look I good. I look strong. Like you when do. I bench, you do. it looks like I'm an athlete. It doesn't look like it's going to fall on your chest. No, it, it looks like I'm literally in control and about to snap the bar. Sorry, <laughs> I just snapped the bar. Back to the. Um, you should check out this podcast. Everybody should. Phil Heath. Talking about seven seven time Mr. Olympia went on the Ed Milet show. You know, a huge fan of Eddie uh, Milet, and the conversation was incredible. But he had this one point that, like, I don't know, simple stuff really sticks with me um, when it makes sense. I'm like, oh my god, why didn't I think of that? Simple scales, fancy fails. <laughs> but he was basically like, life is like a video game, right? And you have a choice to when you die in that video game. Right, and you fall off or whatever it is, Mario Kart or anything like that, there's two options that come up. It's either start over or game over. And the same thing applies to your life. So when you... You know, when you're going, he, he calls it failing forward, which is a term that I like. I can accept that because I, do, I don't like failing in general. That means that I quit. We spoke about that multiple times. But he says, look, if you're starting over, you're failing forward. So it was a, it was a nice uh, mindset shift because I do believe that mindset ha- is, is everything. You determine what quality your mind is in. You have a physical choice and a, and a uh, I guess it's emotional choice, right? To basically say to yourself, you know what? Today is going to be my day. Regardless of what happens, I'm going to make my day. And continuously having the ability to do that over and over is where I think the conversation of learning how to level up in life happens. Yeah. Well said. I, I The biggest thing I think about is having like growing pains is yep. a term that everyone says. But if you are trying to grow constantly, you're constantly in a, a state of pain. Yep. And you're constantly in a state of kind of chaos isn't the right word, but change. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's things that got you to a point we talk about all the time that won't get you to the next one. And it's hard because when stress hits a high, yes, you revert back to what you know. Yes. So it's like I think in boxing they do this. It's like a stress test. And then once you get punched in the mouth, you go back to your old habits. Yes. It's very hard to once you get punched in the mouth, do a new habit. Yes. Like I, drinking egg whites was my yep. trick. And it's very hard for me or a thousand calories because I know it works, but that's not going to get me to 10. It might get me to 14, mm-hmm. might get me to 15. It's not getting me to 10. So right. now I have to adjust and say, all right, that didn't work. Got me to a certain point. But if I want to level up, I got to completely change that. Maybe use what I know and build upon it. But it is a, a stack skill that you got to go with. Yes. There's this uh, study, and I'm knows. looking at my phone because I have the study here, um, but it was basically 1924, this guy, Archibald Hill, great name, right? Archibald. He's a scientist, um, and it was a, it was a science-based study that basically when you endure physical activity to any extent, your brain sends receptors to your body to basically stop working now, right? And it does it on purpose, intentionally, to save um, I guess stores energy stores for later. Yeah. Right. So then this guy said, "You know what? I'm an ultra marathon runner. His name is Tim Noaks. No, Nooks. Noaks. Noaks. Spell it. Noaks. N O A K E S. Noaks. Maybe. Yeah. Noaks. And if you're yeah. Spanish, Noaks. Noaks. <laughs> uh, so he puts the theory to this to the test. He basically gets himself a crew, a motivating crew that says, "Listen, I'm going to do these ultras, and when I want to stop, you're behind me, and you tell me to keep going." Right. But every time, every time that my brain tells me to stop, 
I want you to tell me to keep going and make sure that I keep going. Right. So he basically had like this van of people following him. Rewiring um, it. Exactly. So he, he came up with the theory and this is proven now after he did that study and they had him hooked up to all these um, wires to, to get the brain receptor. So when the brain was actually sending signals to the body to stop, he kept going after the study was done. He found that your body can physically go 50 percent more. Then when your brain tells you to stop, Jesus. which is a backup conversation to the David Goggins approach, he says um, his in his theory of his training, he believes that it was 40 percent. He said, when my body was telling me to stop, when my brain was telling me to stop, my body was able to go f- up to 40 percent more in a healthy way, which is crazy. Think about if when we were told to stop by our brain, we just had the ability to do 10% more, forget 50% more, mm-hmm. right? And this is now something I think in life that is great. And I want to share this. Um, this is, is verbatim out of this study, but I think it's extremely helpful. It says, these findings do not just apply to our physical energy. They also apply to our willpower. Willpower is like a muscle. And just like the other muscles in the body, it can feel fatigued. When you get home from a long day of expending mental energy at work, you can feel just as tired as if you just got back from the gym, which is extremely true for us, right? Because willpower acts like a muscle, it also adheres to the same principle we discussed with fatigue. When the brain begins expending mental energy, it will start sending you messages to rest. It will make you feel more mentally drained than you actually are in order to conserve mental resources to survive. Right. So if you need to play that back, science, the big science. But if you need to play that back, I know it's a lot of words. Play it back and really <laughs> listen to it. Love the point, but very funny. I know it's a lot of words. It, it, play it back. But seriously, no, right? Because like, yeah, sometimes absolutely. I'm listening to podcasts and I'm like, do you I, I want to grasp. It? Yes, I, I do. It, yeah. I do. I grasp. I, I try to grasp the concept. Again, not my study. I want to make that clear. But just sharing something that I read that was it, it's it's proof in the pudding. Well, the the whole concept is pushing past like your limit, which makes sense because your brain tells you what your limit is. So in theory, the limit is what you think is the max, and then you got to push past it. You're so, right. Yeah, and it's I not real though. That's what's crazy. Like how many times do you stop in a day? Kind of real. As far as your skill set sometimes. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you have a skill set limit. Skill set is different. And then sometimes you have a mindset limit. But like I feel so mentally fatigued and drained at work after like three back-to-back meetings. And really now that I've read that, and I've always tried to apply the concept of one more like I always speak about, just going a little bit more. But now I think about that consciously. I'm like, oh, no, that's just my brain. I'm good. Yeah. And I'm able to keep going. And 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 when you're conscious of this of this thought process when it comes to your willpower in anything, not only fitness. Fitness is always the easiest one I think to explain, but this is in parenting, your relationships, uh, business, any any avenue that you could think of in your life. Apply that same process is is it's an incredible thing. So there's a theory about when you uh, your level of happiness readjusts mm-hmm. every time you hit another uh, level. Yep. And I think it's the same with like stress or just uh, you know management just just in general i think stress resets and then your your level that you can deal with yep. changes and adjusts but you need to be in the game for a certain amount of time to adjust to the pace of that level yes so something that i i, I wrote a couple notes because that's how i'm trying to level up a little bit is i like to look when i'm trying when so first off when you level up or you try level you get exposed right if mm. you're not ready for that caliber correct right yes and, hell it yeah. happens to you a lot so I've been exposed many a time in a bunch of different worlds, whether it be a father and not prepared to be a parent yet, 
um, you know, not having my uh, meal prep or like not being able to wake up on time, sleeping through your alarm, like all that points to there's a, a deficiency on what you're doing. And there's stuff that you can control to get better. So that's one thing. You know, in the commercial world, some finance terms, some things. If I'm on my heels and don't feel in control, most of the time it means I'm lacking a skill to be able to, uh, you know, deliver a more confident and uh, concise approach to things. If mm -hmm. I'm kind of fluttering and stressed, it usually means that I didn't do something and I need to do that the next time, right? So you go up. So if you're in the uh, the D League development league for the NBA, you play in the NBA and you can't go left. Then you're like, all right, well, if I want to play in a game, I got to go left, mm -hmm. right? Then you go left and you're like, all right, well, I'm going by people on the left, but now I got to score. It's like, all right, now I'm scoring. Now I got to put 40 a game up, else I'm not getting to the next level. So it's in any facet I think about this, and I always link back to real estate and just like what I'm thinking in that area because I think – like the the fitness world, I'm trying to level up, but I'm so in the beginning. A lot of the stuff doesn't matter, right? Like it doesn't matter if I'm squeezing at the top. Like my diet just needs to be. You just tighter. have to do. You just yeah, do. but you know what I mean. Like yes, you're yes. at a nine percent, so now it matters. Like little details matter for me in the fitness world. The details don't really matter. It's the the broad game plan, right? But in real estate, now the details are starting to matter because I'm hitting ceilings that I've been at. And I got to push past if I want to get to another level. So the thing that I've been thinking about lately, um, and feel free to chime in, obviously, is that I like to look at someone who's, um, I, I hate to say ahead because yeah. it's not a race, but someone that's in a position you want to be in soon. Right. And then also someone who's so far past your position that has such a different outlook. Uh, so I have kind of complimentary, complimentary. So you input. use both. So I use both. So I'll give an example. Mm -hmm. So for real estate in the investment world, we're at a point where we have a couple properties, yep. right? I'm trying to think like, all right, well, I have a limited amount of time on this earth. I have a limited of time that I can contribute to my family. So how do I get to that next level without basically burning myself out and going broke? So someone right ahead of me, might tell me you need five properties, right? And a lot of people I've talked to that are uh, in a position I want to be in have like five, 10 properties. And when I talk to them, like, that sounds good. But then when I look at like a billionaire or someone that I respect that's not a mentor, but someone I follow on Instagram, and they're saying like, listen, I had 50 properties and I got to a level where I could not manage the 50. I sold all 50 and now I have one apartment building, right? So then when I get that input, to, for me, I'm like, okay, I could take those steps and get to 50, but if I want to accelerate faster and try to level up as fast as I can, maybe I try to jump to a commercial property next and save myself the whole you know, 50 properties, 10 properties, because ultimately I'm going to be working up to something else anyway. Mm -hmm. So I like the dual thing. and I, Sometimes I, I side more with the person ahead of me because you can't get to step five by not getting to step four, three, or two. But I feel like I feel like sometimes you get to a level where you're comfortable and you keep doing that thing because it's convenient and it's not as hard. But if you just sat for a second, reflect and be like, well, I can do that thing again, but I think I need to do this next thing. Mm -hmm. You can jump a couple of stages, right? So then when I get to that point where I'm like, all right, well, the move is a commercial building. Then I'm like, all right, how do I get to the NBA? How do I get like I can't I'm in the I'm in high school right now. How do I get to the NBA? Uh, all right, well, I need like an agent. So in my head, I'm like, I need someone who knows financing commercial. 
I'm taking all these classes. I'm taking things that I can do, but I need the relationships so that when I have an investment, I can go to those people and they trust me with that and they can help me work through it, right? Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, all right, well, First Bank of Greenwich is a local bank. I've started to create a relationship with them. Who is their mortgage broker that handles financing for commercial, right? What's the next step I can take to get towards that next level up? So now I'm at a point where I'm taking that first action and I don't know what the next one is, but I know the game plan is to get to this this goal of buying a commercial property and there's no timeline, which... You know, in a perfect world, I would love to do something before the end of the year. Realistically, probably not going to happen. But just by getting to that next step, it makes me feel like I'm progressing towards that big goal. And it makes me feel like my mindset is past what I was previously thinking. Because in the past, I've been thinking, like, just keep getting residential houses because that's what you know. Mm -hmm. But but now I'm thinking, like, well, I have the residential chops. A, re a commercial property is just technically more than five units in residential. So it's- I it's, thought it was four. So four plus. Four plus, gotcha. So gotcha. It, yeah, it could be four. Um, but the thought was, this is the big difference that clicks. The Someone said it real simple. They said, the magic of the commercial real estate game is that if you find the right deal, the bank finances it against the deal, not against you. Mm. So at, you are your only limitation. This is a literal, a literal example where if I want a commercial uh, residential property, I'm the limit. My income's a limit. If I get a commercial property, the property's a limit. My deposit's my limit, gotcha. which is a lot more. Big change. I have way more cushion mm -hmm. to do that. And I, you know, you could potentially get a much bigger property and accelerate faster. So that's like an example of where I've been trying to not just say, okay, I've been good at this. You know, how can I be great? How can I scale up where? I'm in the conversation of some big heavy hitters, mm -hmm. but it, it's a lot of growing from A to B. Right. You know? Yeah. No. I, Was that I, a good example? Absolutely. I, I love examples like that. Um, two things that I will, um, you know, just say in the, in, in the process of leveling up, even to where I'm at professionally, uh, physically, emotionally, my relationships, there's a point to where, and, and you alluded to both points, but I just want to bring clarity to those points. There's a point where your confidence is going to drop, mm. and that's extremely normal because you're in an uncomfortable place, right? And a lot of people, I believe, even myself, when, when your confidence drops, I'm a very confident guy, but when my confidence drops, it, I almost feel crippled. But knowing that, that that's just part of the process, as long as I continue on with my action, my confidence will then begin to rise. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is exactly what you just said, uh, what you just said, but I just want to simplify it. What got you here won't get you there. So the same things that you've been doing to get where you're at now will not get you to that next level. You might take bits and pieces of it, but it was a realization for me as I'm, you know, in this in this next journey. I have three examples that I can like kind of bring right off the top. One is, um, you know, at work, I've been very open about um, wanting to progress in public speaking. Right. That, that's been a huge thing for me. The second one is an example of me being a dad. And then the third one could be the Nose News podcast. Uh, so depending on where you want me to go, I'll speak just, on whichever whatever one. You, what do you feel most passionate about? Uh, well, it's not there. Well, the, they're my three. What's so the, well, give me examples. So that's that's the the top three. But the first one is uh, in public speaking. Right. We'll, we'll talk about Super. public speaking because that's, I think, relatable to to a lot of people, even if it's on a small scale in terms of running meetings or whatever it is. Right. Um, you get to a level to where multitasking is almost unacceptable because you can't 
progress the same speed in two different lanes, right? At the same time. So for me, I want to develop my servant leadership skills. Servant leadership is a nice fancy term for basically saying that I want to lead my people in the right direction. It's a big uh, personal uh, thing for me is I like to inspire people. I like to encourage people that are on my team, right? So that's one, one lane. The next lane will be the public speaking. I know my realization is that I can't progressively level up to the extreme at the same time. So I have to set a focus, right? So my first point would be set a focal point. My main focal point would be the public speaking, right? The next thing is being able to really identify the resources that are available to me. Um, so as I'm going through this process, I said, okay, well, you know, since I've been deputy commissioner, I have a lot of resources in terms of high level individuals. I need to start telling them physically, using my resources, telling them, hey, listen, this is where I want to get better. If there's anything that you can do or anything, any organization that you see that you think that I would fit well in, provide a presentation, please let me know, right? Oftentimes, we kind of sit back and we don't like to promote ourselves like that. But if you're really ready to level up, take a look at the resources that are around you and utilize them. Does that part no, that makes, makes sense? Which, sense. Which, but why can't you level up them both at the same time? Because I don't think the level of... Um, Focus, focus and intentionality you can do both you can you can multitask to a high level but again science based right 3% of individuals in the world only 3% can multitask to the same high level I'm i am alien. well that could be no, you that's kidding, not me sorry. right like my focus gets derailed when i'm in the middle of something and i have to go all, i'll get it done but i can't do it to the same level yeah um Go ahead. No, no I was there? just gonna because something I think about is like if you are a better public speaker, aren't you a better leader? Technically, yeah, the two can complement. But I'm talking about like pushing one pillar up. And then exactly, the other. Okay. exactly. The next thing Fair. is is and and this these are all things that we talk about consistently. But you know, when it comes to the process, the next point would be simplifying your system, right? So I literally mapped out. You know, I have I have a goal of how many um, public presentations I want to make. I've shared that on the podcast, and it's pretty much one large one per quarter. So I've simplified simplified my system to say, okay, within a quarter, right, you have basically three months. So that's 12 weeks. So every week I have to reach out to two different organizations, right? And I've been doing this and letting them know, hey, listen, these are these are some of the things I would like to talk about. This some value that I could bring to you. And I hope that every week I can rely on my my process to basically culminate over time to where now I have over to over the course of the the first quarter, that would be what? What's my math is terrible, um, but every week twelve times two is what twenty four. So twenty four opportunities to land one. That's putting myself in a good good process. But I've simplified it to say, listen, it doesn't matter how I'm feeling. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. Every week I have to reach out to two organizations, right? So yeah. find something in your lane that you can really simplify your system and obviously stick to it. Um, the next thing is focusing on the compound effect by quarter two, I've reached 48 potential opportunities. You're telling me through that compound effect, if I was consistent, I can't land two out of 48. That's atrocious. Dave Virginia should stop public speaking if I can't land two, right? It's possible though. Well, it is, but sure enough for me in the first six weeks, I was able to land three. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's still not a great number when it comes to it, but I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, I mean it's okay, but it, it could could be better. But again, I'm leaning on the compound effect of the actual system. Mm -hmm. And then the final thing is evaluating and improving. Um, when you want to level up, too often what we do is we evaluate too soon, 
right? I think you've done this and I you've do been it all the time. Well, when it comes to your 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 body approach, Everything. your fit, well, your your approach there, I don't think you give it enough time to really work a system before you evaluate it and then try to improve it. We get, you know, sidetracked off of maybe one negative result and it's like, boom, how can I switch my system? How can I switch to the next phase? How can I do this? And it's a very normal thing, but having this self-discipline and being able to critique yourself to say, you know what? I'm locked in for 30 days. I'm locked in for 60 days before I evaluate and then I'm going to improve if the goal is long term. Short term goals yeah, are very I different. Never, I never had the long term goal. Now I have the long term goal. Right. Which is, I, I was just use, using yeah, it as no, an example, example when though. it comes to the body um, because it, you know, I feel like in fitness, we do that all the time. It's like, oh, two weeks, I've been working out. I can't, you know, feels like a long time because you put a lot of work in in two yeah. weeks, but it was two weeks. Yeah. I always um, just had like a quick fix mindset when it came with health yep. because it was never priority. But right. then I realized a, um, a bottleneck. To get to the next level in real estate and just life is fit like health. Like I'm realizing that's a huge bottleneck for me is that, you know, to keep the energy high, your systems for eating, like yep. that was a huge waste of time in the past. Yeah, but it's a learning process, so it's not a waste of time. And also no, I'll no, say I'm this. saying I was wasting so much time oh, yeah. in that lane right. that it was taken away from family time, real estate, all that because I didn't know what the F I was doing. Right. You know what I mean? Um yeah, and, and that process right there, you know, I can I can give you another one very quickly on um being a dad, right? There's times that I get home and I'm just like so shot and Karina was putting the baby to sleep for, you know, pretty much the first year of her life, um, to the point that if Karina wasn't around, the baby was crying. Mm. Right. So I was like, eh, I don't really like that. Like if I try to put her to bed, she's going to cry. So I'm like, I need to get better. Right. So the first thing I did was I identified the focus. OK, my focal point is I need to be present for my daughter at night instead of being on Instagram, setting up a clip for the next day. I need to wait until she takes a bath and then I need to jump in and take action to be involved. Right. Then it was my my resources looking at what's around me. OK, we have, the, you know, we're in we're in a perfect situation just like yourself. Well, besides the renovations, you have everything available to you. Right. You got got a great place for your child. Like your resources right now are extremely um, we're already ahead of the game because look at look at what's going on in like Ukraine and Russia. Mm. Right. Like it, it we're just blessed, man. It, we're, we're our resources are just far above and beyond everybody else in the world. So I look at that and I'm like, I'm complaining and really like I have everything that I need. So really all I need in terms of my resource is the support of my wife if I need her, but it's my presence, me being actively engaged in it, right? So I simplified the system. Now I said, okay, right after her bath, I'm going to lay down with her. That was my simplifying. It doesn't matter what I have to do. If I want to put her to bed and I want to get better at this and I don't want her to cry when Karina's uh, not there. I need to be around. So I simplified it and I said, after the bath and she lays down, I'm in there. That was the simple step. Mm -hmm. Can't get any simpler than that. Right. Then it's like, okay, I need to be able to lean on the compound effect. So day one, day two, day 35, day 62 months of me doing this, my compound effect is obviously now my daughter is starting to think to herself, wow, daddy's going to now be in bed. Right. So after you know the two months of me doing that consistently, finally, and the reason why I'm bringing this up now is that the other night I wasn't in the bed with her. Guess who she was crying for? Mm-mm. Seems like you wait. You, now, <laughs> now you have another commitment, right? Well, no, well which is so now. So yes, that was a personal thing, but I really genuinely loved, and this forced me. And and, and Callie has made me do this. And I used to do this. I would hold her in my arm and I'd be, you know, doing the doing the scroll, 
doing the scroll, doing the scroll. I said, you know what? I got to be disciplined enough to put my phone down, man. Like, really, this is this is this is the problem right here. Yeah. Like, we're all look even now, right? I got my notes here. You got your notes here, but it's like we can't live without this thing. I used all my notes right. And now. I said, damn, man, these two years flew freaking by yeah am i just gonna allow these moments to just continue to fly by me so now it's to the point when i pick up my phone she says daddy phone down oh good because she's used to the action of me not being on the phone yeah um and now the next level to this is obviously getting her to the point to where you know what she knows that she's loved by everybody and anybody could put her to bed and she needs to learn how to self-soothe but that's the next process it was something that i was so disappointed in myself about because i'm like yes i know she loves her mother and my uh, karina does the the most incredible job just just like dana does and there'll always be um you know this special place for mommy right but i was like damn man like i'm not doing everything in my power to make sure that i'm there for my daughter so sure enough it was just me being able to speak on something that happened in terms of the process that i kind of put in place it's beautiful right I, so the biggest thing i could say with parenting and just uh, the the realization i've had the last two years i know we're saying it went fast and it did but it was also a long two years um I had this preconceived notion before I got into real estate, before I became a father, that life was supposed to be like organized and not chaos and and um, like structured. And then you realize, especially in the real estate market, nothing's easy. Nothing's like, you know, black and white. It's all gray. It's all messy. You know, if you have an email that has to go out at noon, you don't get the response you need until... 1230 and then you got to backtrack and so I'm I learned in the last couple of years for leveling up it's like it's your ability to deal with the unknown and the problems that come your way and to make the best of the, the, the hand you were dealt because you know I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist but I want things to go the right way and when you come to realization like at the end of the day it's the result and as long as you get to the end goal it doesn't matter how you got there. Mm-hmm. If you go the most roundabout way possible, but that's the only route you could go, you got to get there. So it was. it's just something I think about daily where, you know, we try all these things with Livy and she's still not sleeping. And you can get really down on yourself and be like, well, yes, there's things that I can try, but all you can do is try. And if it's not working, just keep trying. That's the only thing you can do. Because sometimes it's just a, something you don't know about. It's sleep regression. It's something that's out of your control. All you can control is just try and be positive. That's the only two things you can do yep. is your attitude and your effort. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. And that makes everything light because then you don't you don't get too bogged down in like results. Right. Yes, results are important, but at the end of the day, you only can control a couple factors. Right. Um, and and Life's to, tough. To, it is extremely tough. To that parenting point, I think um, energy plays a huge piece in it. Mm. Right. I'm seeing I, I see it now. And it's something that I'm trying to be so conscious of that the energy that Karina and I put out is the energy that Callie's gonna grasp. Mm. So if she's crying, yeah. right? And there's been so many times that she's crying at 1 30 in the morning, 2 mm. 30 in the morning. You're like, what the fuck? I want to go to sleep. But there's been times that, yes, I've smacked her leg. I told her, be quiet. And there's been times that Karina's done the same thing. What does that do? That just makes her cry more. Yeah. Right? So it's being able to compartmentalize in the moment and being like, damn, like the energy I'm putting out is shit, then I'm obviously going to get shit back. So it's trying to soothe her and trying to like, you know, it's not a false positivity, but at the end of the day, it's my daughter, right? I want the ultimate goal is to get her to calm down, to relax. So if I'm trying to get her to relax in this crazy uh angered frustrated manner it's never gonna work 
Yeah. Right. So it's being conscious of your own energy. And how many times have we seen even when in your friend group, when somebody walks in a room and somebody comes in and they have this crazy negative aura about them, you can see right away and it reflects on everybody else. Yeah. Um, today I walked in here. Right. I, I was pissed off. I don't know if you could tell. Well, that was good energy. Well, I, I liked I thought you looked good. No. Well, listen, looking good is not my problem. But, you know, we got a, we got a, we got a major a major lawsuit going on. Right. Yeah. So, like, of course. And I'm speaking. I'm n- what? No, there's just a loss. There's multiple lawsuits that are going on in, in where we're at. But, don't you know, one, one of them, one of them that has to do directly with me. Right. And not a lawsuit against me by any means. Yeah, so I don't yeah, want to yeah. misconstrue yes, it. But, don't say but that. my um my statement matters here. My, you know, the the facts that I can present in this case definitely matter on behalf of the municipality, right? It's another so thing. one thing I'm conscious of when I'm coming to record, it's like don't pick up your phone. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because I drive here, it's a you know, 40 minute commute here, and I try to get locked in, right? I try to like replay my my notes. I I ask God for some guidance and wisdom to let me come speak some energy through this microphone into the people. Um, hopefully you're still listening by now. If like, not, subscribe. <laughs> no um, you know, so I'm very intentional about that. And then sure enough, I saw this number and I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And I did it. And I picked up the damn phone and it was like right off the bat. Hey, I need the date of, you know, the, the occurrence. I need some fat. I'm like, listen, I'm stepping into, you know, another another world right now. Like, I'll, I'll get back to you in a couple hours. Um, and I was upset about it, man. And I was like, you know what? I can't walk in and exude that energy on you guys because then it's going to like the compound. Sh- yeah, it's just going to it's, it's going to rub off. Um, so I'm trying to be intentional about it, even though I'm making mistakes all the time with it. You know, so th- just a tactic that I will uh, reiterate. I love the point is that I would say a trick is to look so far ahead that people are giving you a different perspective that you're not even thinking about so with mm-hmm. like parenting every time someone has like four or five kids i ask them i'm like well, how do you do it because just with one i'm trying to figure out getting ready for two right, right. but i'm like someone with five it's got some type of tricks that can help me out you know what i mean a lot of the time they're like you just you just gotta go with the flow <laughs> right. and you know every day is a battle but you just take it day by day so a lot of stuff people say is helpful the biggest one that I enjoy is like looking at billionaires and looking at people that are living such a different life. Um, and yeah, maybe they're not as present as fathers or around and it's a different lifestyle that I don't necessarily want. But there's got to be some type of tidbit that you can use in your own life to mm. kind of get to the next level. One of the ones that I loved, which I was kind of blown away by, and I, I think back to how I schedule things, is someone asked, it may be Ray Dalio, it was some billionaire, and they said, how do you get so much done? And the guy simply said, he goes, listen, I, I put my schedule is booked a year in advance. And I was like, can you imagine booking your schedule? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, right? Uh, yeah. But I'm like, all right, maybe I'm two months in advance. I could do more. Like I could try to at least things that I want to do. Like, yeah, I could put a schedule out for, you know, may, what do you think? Maybe four months is like what family events and stuff come to. Yeah, like when yeah, you're going yeah. on a trip, it's like four months. Yeah, out. yeah. But why not? Why can't I book? You don't have to book everything, but put it in the schedule. Like, why can't I? Why can't I level out, lay out everything I'm going to do until my weigh in? Like, why can't I? You can. You could. You definitely can. But that's a whole nother like level. Like picking at like putting your coffee pot in the coffee pot before you get up. You don't need to do it, but maybe that guy who's seven percent does it. That's how I'm starting to think now. It's like, I don't need to do it, but is the dude at 7% doing it? Maybe. 
Well, I'm the dude at nine percent, and I could tell you this. Well, you're too far. You're like in the middle. <laughs> no, but I, too but, far. But I could tell you this: what two fun things that you just laid out is for the first time, I guess, this year, um, we planned a fam- family trips all the way through August. We did that back in January. <laughs> Right, so we had mo- you know, and it was num- helpful. A right? number of tri- it was great because yeah. it was on the calendar. Yes, an upfront cost. Some so that was to. one thing that helped. And then I'm also responsible. I've taken it upon myself. I make my wife coffee every morning. Ugh, right, you're so making me look bad. What kills me in the morning sometimes is when I'm like prepackaging my lunch, or if I don't pack, I've been doing my meal preps. Uh, but to save space, I put them all in one big Tupperware. Like I'll put all the chicken in one big one. Right. So then the night before I take out some chicken, I take out some sweet potatoes. I put it in. I don't the, like that. It's tough because I, I have so many meals that I can't. There's no room in the fridge is, is the problem. You need another fridge. That's right. how I think. But again, so I'm like, I, what tool? Could I don't you have that right now. I right? don't get one. So I, yes, that, that'd be great. How much does it, this is this good, though? This is what I want to talk about. I'm guilty of this where I need to make the investment. For example, this effing coffee cup. Mm-hmm. I love it. Doesn't fit my cup coffee holder. I spill this shit all the time. And it stresses me out to a point where I'm like, I'm an effing idiot. What's $20, $40 for a Yeti <laughs> cup for my sanity? Mm-hmm. So you get to a level where it's convenience and my bandwidth, and you just got to buy a but, effing fridge. So for me, what I do Sorry, is, for me, I just, I literally, I see you, CV. I got you. Um, <laughs> I, but I literally, before I go to bed at night, I just take out my chicken, I take out my meals, and I put it in the Tupperwares. Yes. So then it's only there for the night because I can't be disrespectful to my wife and have no room in the fridge. Oh, I literally you know told saying? Dana, you get that <laughs> you get half, that I get this half. I swear to God. I, but half isn't enough because that was the other thing that You're I've been big. able to do. No, I can't just prep my meals through Friday. Get flat. I got to prep them now. all the way through. Ooh. That was a big change. But my point, my point with the coffee, right? My own fridge. So I've, I've taken out her pod and her Splenda because she does a pod and a Splenda, and I put it literally ready to go so all i have to do is hit that gun splendor's already out hit the button it's good it's sa- it saved me so much because i used to scramble i'm holding cali we're running to the car now i gotta get you know the pod get the splendor put it in the thing so, parenting exposes you yes, so hard 100%. in just anything if you forget to do one thing night before it's a it's a nightmare my so, man's like a fifth grader over here i love I'm excited. it go, i go, got go. two simple solutions for you two gentlemen yes david for you this is the easiest one of all mm-hmm by the end of August, you will be able to get a fridge because somebody's going to be pissing <laughs> oh, He's going to pay my down good. payment, right? That's, that's number good, one. Yeah. Number two, Mike Pirelli, look at my car. There's a simple solution for about $10, I think it is. And you can put your Yeti cup into this thing. Oh, it's like an attachment? It, it's bigger. An extender? Yeah, you put it into the cup holder fit? and it makes it bigger. Ah, so you can put the Yeti stuff kind of in there. That's fine. It's about 10 to $15 or whatever. Yeah. But they, Claudio, you will solution. have, you will I, have your refrigerator by the end of August. The, uh, yeah, I'll give you a fridge if you want. <laughs> Full size. Oh, it's done already. Uh, Don't worry. Cool. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, so the um, uh, what I think about is the wasted time where I'm scrambling or forget things. So what I'm realizing is that I, because I'm trying to do all this other stuff and I have a lot on the plate, why stress myself out with like bringing stuff to and fro? I have a fridge at my office. I can afford to get protein. If I'm going to consume all the protein anyway, just get two bu- two uh, tubs of it, one in the office, one at the house. Mm-hmm. So you can't forget it. Right. Like, I but you're, to, are you not doing this? No. I'm or you are doing well, this? Well, like bringing things back and forth, right? If I know what I'm eating, during, it's all about organization because if I know what I'm eating during the week, I can just leave, leave it in my office. First. Correct. So when do you do that? Me, yes, or I do. Or do you do daily, you bring it with no, you? No, no, I bring it because there's certain things like here, right? I 
I don't stop at the office first, so I have it here, yes. like ready to go. So, so like, but if uh, yes, there's I have week, meals in my fridge at all times. There's, there's could you theoretically have like your week's meal preps in your Doesn't fridge fit. at work? <laughs> no, but, but but the point is like, but yeah, I, I keep multiple. Like the value of keeping your brain clean and not stressing about stupid stuff yes. is so important because yes. there are so many things that are worth stressing about. That if you use all your energy worrying about stupid stuff. I agree with you 100%. But I am maybe the worst person in the world about the stupid stuff. But why? when, losing, when do you execute? Losing a fire. Um, I, I keep adjusting. I'm learning as I go. Like losing the fireplace clicker. I was looking for an hour and a half. Couldn't find it. I'm like, I just text the fireplace guy. Tell him to give me two clickers. I have one backup, one regular. But it's stuff that you don't even think about. Because who would think that way? Mm-hmm. Until you change the way you think and you start being proactive, I'm learning all this as I go. I would think we and all I'm, are. I've been, yeah, but it's, but it's I, executing. I'm, it. No, yeah, and reiterating. But there's only so much you can execute. You can't do 25 things in one day. You got to chip away at it. No, that's I, my point. You can only do 24. That's the max. Like I like the, the 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 meal prep stuff. I'm realizing I would like this certain container, and all the other containers stress me out because I can't find the effing lid and they don't stack right. So I'm like. Then why do I deal with it? Throw that out and just <laughs> yes. buy the right container for eight ninety nine at Sam's Club. Yeah. I mean at BJ's, you can get just the beautiful ones. I got two pockets. Perfect. But the sauce containers, the circular ones, are the perfect size. Fifty grams of chicken, uh, not fifty grams. Fifty grams, of, yeah, protein of chicken. Fifty grams of ground meat, uh, shrimp. Like it all fits, mm-hmm. and it's a good size. It's not too big. Yep. You can stack them. I line them up like a grocery store in my fridge. So my point is, there's no excuse for you to be at nineteen percent anymore. But do you, don't come back in nineteen percent. I'm just saying <laughs> that you gotta. Sometimes you're putting the puzzle pieces together, and there's four or five pieces. That you, you you're making unbelievable progress, but you can't see it yet because those four or five are still missing. And <laughs> then those click, it's click, a full picture. Then you go from nineteen like, to ten. Nineteen to ten. <laughs> yes. No, I I literally agree with everything you said. But it's um, hard because all of yes. that is effort, yes. and all of that is bandwidth and time. So organ- yeah. But once you get into that routine, you can add things. But you got It's so hard to be. Um, it's who gives a f if the coffee pods in ahead of time, right? Like it's not going to be the mm-hmm. end of the world. But it does save a little bit of time. Yes, it does. And the time adds up. Yes, it does. That's what I, I struggle with that. Yep. Um, and then even like e- even with the, the meal prep, it's non-negotiable, right? You can struggle around and you can figure out the meal prep the morning of, or you could just take the time on a Sunday. It's going to take you two hours. This past Sunday, we had a whole bunch of events. I was like, you know what? I just have to. If this is what I want, if you don't want it, cool. But this is what I want, so I need to just get up earlier. I need to go to the gym earlier. I need to food shop for the family earlier. I need to meal prep earlier. Right, you always have an option. It's always going to take you time. You just have to figure out what's important to you. And we talk about task oriented. So something that I had to shift was like, if I didn't get my work done in the morning, I just like was like, all right, I'll get it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, all right, well, I have this other window that I know I'll be able to do, so I'll just push it back. Mm. So it's more of like the task. Yep. Like I know I got to knock out this stuff, and maybe I run out of time. But if I have Plan B, Plan C, whatever, I can adjust. I, I did it. that the other day with squats, and it was amazing. It felt great. <laughs> great workout. I was like, I oh, would have just not done it. And the thighs, the, the thighs look right. No, there's no definition. <laughs> I'm a thesaurus. No just, definitions. Just blob? The, I feel it. I feel the muscle on a poke out. Yep. I feel it. <laughs> it's I feel coming. It's, like it's coming, baby. Um, no, good app. Uh, this is this is I, I think if you haven't listened to the past, it was episode 98, Thinking Differently. This is a nice progression to that. Um, so- if you don't have anything else, this will bring us to my favorite section. Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. This is actually a new one as the dimes drop. I might have a double dime. 
right? So this might be double dime of the week. What would that you be? You take it? 20 cents? Well, oh, yeah, no way. Instead of 50 cents? What? Um, so this will be a double dime, potentially, because the first one is from Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo, yep. Right? The big, as Mike does his chest sessions. stuff here. Every next level of life will demand a different you. <laughs> it's yeah. a fact, right? And then sometimes you think to yourself, like, I don't know who I am anymore because, like, I don't recognize myself a year ago. Yes. Do you ever and, think that way? Yes. And then the second one, this one will ring true, I think, for all of us in this room. The undisciplined mind becomes a slave to its emotions. Think about that. That's a good one. Right? Who said that? I think it could have been Andy Frisella. Could have been Andy Frisella. But it was something that was just, I mean, that's mind-blowing right there. The undisciplined mind, right, will become a slave to its emotions. So us just having these thoughts of doing things and then not taking the action on it, obviously we will end up giving up and stopping the process if we don't figure out that, you know what, emotions are just... They're just emotions, man. So we have to be disciplined enough to execute. Right? Nailed it. I, I don't even cook chicken anymore. That's how disciplined. <laughs> That's how I disciplined. just chop baby. it up and throw it in rice cold. Listen, we're coming up on a hundo. We got to do a little celebration. A hundred is big because what a hundred I've always had in my own personal mind that when we hit a hundred, between a hundred and a hundred and fifty, I have a plan that's that I'm going to implement um, in terms of reaching out to a certain certain level of guests. Okay. Very similar to my plan when it came to public speaking. Just to give you a little winky wink. Um, so, you know, we will be taking it to the to the next level. But there comes a point in time to where, you know what, you have to at least establish yourself and, and find some credibility. And I think uh, with the No Snooze podcast, with, you know, our loyal listeners um, and the fan base, if you will. Mm, right. Everybody's everybody's a fan. Very crucial to me, by the way. The fan base. <laughs> very critical. Cr- crucial and critical. Crucial? What do you yeah. mean crucial? Crucial. Very important to me. Crucial. Yeah. Oh, they, yes. they, oh okay. They, okay. They, I'd have cleaned Betty the Treddy. <laughs> yes. You saw that. Chirping me. You saw that. There's yeah. a couple a couple of them in the DM. Um, Does but yeah, chirp you like that or are they afraid of you? I don't know. I got to put fear in our face. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, this is an exciting one um, coming up. We'll we'll be at a hundo. And then after that, I think we celebrate a little bit. I, I would know? love to. Um, three on camera, I'd bring some food and stuff, but I'm on a diet. <laughs> That's right. Um, anything else? No, I just was doing some trigger sessions. I see you. I, I you see saw. you, Triggy. That's I what f- I call you, Triggy. I feel like there's so much more muscle under here. Listen, you know? if you're on if you're on YouTube, you can see the dad hat, the ultimate dab hat, dad hat. No snooze shop dot com. That's right. I got to get my gear. I haven't got my gear. I've been. I, my problem is I talk, I talk, I talk. And I got so many <laughs> things I got to do, but I can't get it all done. Listen, stop talking. But until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after. If you come back at nineteen percent, it's unacceptable, dude. What do we think? 18? I'm excited to win some more money. That's another Effie in the books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.